In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, I think this, all the services at VTS are great, but this service, I mean, it's, it's kind of way cool. <laughs> I mean, it's the only service with its own sort of, you know, uh, trademark. Uh, what was it? TNL, kind of like Saturday Night Live, but TNL here is, and this is, this is just a cool place to be on Thursday night. I mean, I don't know why all of Alexandria is not here, but maybe the word just hasn't gotten out. And boy, tonight's lessons are, are, are powerful. This, this theme of, of, of forgiveness running through, uh, forgiveness that is, that is rooted in a spirit of giving. I, I love that slide with, with the uh, clothesline and, and those attributes of meekness and humility and compassion on the clothing, to be clothed differently. Uh, in my own uh, watching uh, and observing of the world around us, it's very clear that, that this message, though, is not getting out. Uh, you look around the world we're living in, and the rule of retribution still holds, doesn't it? It's still the way of the world. An eye for an eye really is the way. And yet, I, you know, Gandhi had it right. You know, an eye for an eye, you know this one? Will make the whole world blind. And you know, we seem to be doing a pretty darn good job of that. 2,000 years, but the teaching of Jesus still needs to be shared. And, and shared in such a way that it affects the storied nature of our lives, the, the, the way we walk our walk. And, and I stand before you as one who uh, uh, appreciates the deliciousness of retribution. Um, and I'm, I'm going to suggest that your laughter is an indication that you feel the same way, at least from time to time. And, and I, I hearken back to, to my, my not childhood, but my adolescent days. And, my, and when I was 12 years old, uh, back in the olden days for some of you, uh, I, my, my father left us to start another family. And I literally thought about it, that felt it viscerally that way. He didn't leave my mother for another woman, which is really what he did. But what it felt like and how I lived it out was, no, he left us to start another family. And he was very good at starting another family. He had one child, two children, three children, four children, and then a fifth was on the way. And the good news is, I was growing up, and so I was getting smarter, or just some wisdom was sneaking in along the way. But my worst self, I can see it so clearly now, was the self of retribution. And you know who can hurt a father the best? His youngest son. And I hurt him so many times. And when he called me as a junior at Virginia Theological Seminary and said that we're expecting another child, and I, my reaction was, inside, that's how I felt, but somehow the grace of God and maybe the preaching of Virginia Theological Seminary and the great teaching here, I don't think it was my own head, said, 
the words just came out, well, I hope everything turns out well. Congratulations to you both. And then I hung up and was like, you know, uh, but, and, 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 and I'm so grateful that I did because that was the second to the last phone conversation I ever had with my dad. He was killed about four weeks later. And as you might guess, that relationship with his second family and me and my sister was always troubled. And as somebody who moved in into the priesthood, I knew I needed to deal with this. And this is what I want you all, I hope and pray you hear out of this story because I think it's our story, is the wanting took time. It took time and prayer and actually some practice and imagining. And one day, I was preparing a sermon on these very verses. And I never felt so convicted in my life because I had not been able to forgive my father, who was long dead, or my stepmother, who I could make out to be the wicked witch of the West. And I did not know what to do with his now five children, one born after he was dead. There were three daughters and, th three daughters and two sons by his second marriage. And one of the two things that I took with me from his home, the only, really the only two things that, and a couple of his books, were, were two neckties. And as you all know, I, I'm not a big necktie kind of guy. I'm more of a bow tie kind of guy, but I did it anyway. Because one of them was um, uh, the Victor RCA dog on the tie. He was in the electronics business, and he hears his master's voice, and I thought, well, that's, that'll, that'll preach, if you will. Uh, and, and I loved that tie, and I remembered it so well. And then another one that just I thought was evocative of him. And they hung in my closet for years, not particularly being worn. I don't know why I made the connection, but in preparing that sermon, I went to the closet. I took out those ties and looked at them, and I knew what to do. I packaged them up. I sent them to my stepmother and said, these are for John and for George. They're, they're his dad's. They're his dad's. And I said, I, I, I need to give these to you all. I didn't say, I forgive you, because I felt like if I did, that was going to make her angry, because I don't think she felt like she needed to be forgiven. But I knew exactly what I was doing. And I think here's the money quote of all this. I had to give something away to forgive. The word forgiveness, comes from two words, for, give. To give forwardly, to move the giving, to be sacrificial, to let go. In that Colossians reading, the word compassion, with passion, with, with a sense of sacrifice and self-giving. And it made all the difference. It made all the difference. So here's my question to you this night. What do you have to give up? What do you have to give to another to find that place of true peace where you can build relationship, not necessarily with the person 
There may never be any relationship. And my stepmother and I never have had a relationship. But we are, in my heart, in relationship in a way that we were not before. So what do you have to give up? I guarantee you, it will be returned to you, overflowing as Jesus promises us.